Hi dear, welcome to another episode of Pennywise. Pennywise is the home for the curious minds who are looking for life's secret from the word of God. I was reading the book of Romans. The fourth chapter of Romans will blow your mind. It's about God and who God is and how to trust God. The only way to receive from God is to trust God. But God is aware that a lot of us do not know how to trust him. And so, as I was reading this chapter, God was speaking to me. And telling me what he needs you to hear. I promise you, this word today will change your life and your perspective and how you talk to God and receive from God forever. I promise you it will. But let's pray before we start. Dear Lord, we worship you. We welcome you into our midst, my Father. I just come and reign supreme. Sweet Holy Spirit, have your way. Teach us again. You are the teacher. You are the revealer of hidden truths. As we read through the chapter of, you know, Romans, the fourth chapter of Romans, open our eyes of understanding. Help us to understand the truth in this word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now let's start reading. This is Amplified Bible, just in case you're wondering. <clears throat> so Romans chapter 4 from verse 1. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, humanly speaking, has found? Has he obtained a favored standing? For if Abraham was justified, that is acquitted from the guilt of his own sins by works. Those things he did that were good, he has something to boast about but not before God. So if we said, okay, Abraham got, because they call Abraham father of faith, Abi, God was, Abraham was God's friend, Abi. If Abraham got all that standing, father of faith, he got the biggest blessing, the father of all nations. If he got that thing by the things that he did, like he has no right standing before God because nobody, not me, not you, can get anything from God by what we do. And this is a trick. Please pay attention. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed in, trusted and relied on God. And it was credited to his account as righteousness, right living, right standing with God. So it was because of Abraham's belief in God. That was the reason why he got all the benefits that he got. He got the right standing because of how he believed God. Let's keep going. Now, to a laborer, his wages are not credited as a favor or a gift, but as an obligation, something owed to him. But to the one who does not work, that is, the one who does not try to earn his righteousness by doing good, but believes and completely trusts in him who justifies the ungodly. His faith is credited as his righteousness, right standing with God. Let's break this down. It is not by what you have done. How do you receive salvation? You confess and you believe. I was talking to a friend of mine. She said to have this um, nerve thing on her hand here. Yeah? And like her hand just stopped feeling pressure or like feelings, yeah, for like on her two fingers. And I, I've told her, you know, anoint yourself, drink the blood of Jesus. And when you drink it, you need to believe. She said, Oh, me, is that believing that's my problem? Because right now it has gotten to her forehands. And I'm just like, There's no need to do it if you don't believe. They said that anything that you do outside faith is a sin. You have to believe in God because if you don't believe in, like, let me tell you how I believe God so much. And how did my belief come this far? 
It's by reading the Bible. Because when I read the Bible, especially when I read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and I see how Jesus went about healing people. Like he healed, he even raised someone from the dead. More than one person from the dead. He would speak a word here and the person at home will be, he will be healed. So I, I'm now like, if Jesus was healing people freely, so he should be able to heal me. And he's told me that if I believe and if I should ask God anything in his name, he will answer. He now went on to say, now you can call God Abba Father. That means God is my father. The Bible has even told me that God is the father of the fatherless. I don't have, have, have an earthly father. So God, there's no way, anyhow I look at this, God is my father. And my father has, my father cares about me. Do you get like, the Bible... It, I believe God so much so like anything that I pray for I pray with full belief that I'll receive it and Apostle Paul has come to tell us that you see Abraham and all the ranking Abraham got is not by what he did though because check it okay yes God said Abraham should go to a country that he will show him and Abraham just got up and started to leave it's not the fact that he got up and started to leave it was the fact that he believed in the person who told him that I will show you that he got up and started to leave do you understand when he when he and Lot were going to like break up and Lot was like okay I, I'm going to choose first he was like okay no problem choose anyone you want to choose because he knew that it's not by how green the grass is no it is by the person who is with him and that is God to get me and so when Lord chose Abraham took the path that Lord left for him but Abraham was still blessed because he believed in the person who gave him the word you have to, and the only way to believe in God is if you read your Bible if you read the book of from from Genesis if you want to understand who God is pick up Genesis 1 before you pick up the Bible pray because if you don't know who the poor God is then you can't believe. That's that, that's the same simple. You can't. What, what, so what are you believing in? What you don't know him, and that's why I tell my mother this thing a lot. You know how you know people now are doing all this prayer, morning prayer, this prayer, that prayer. It's good to pray, but it's good to have knowledge hmm? because I can come and say, okay, this is the prayer point today. Let's pray, pray, pray. We're all praying, but it's better that I tell you. Hmm? why this prayer is going to work and who this person is in your life who god is in your life who my sister was telling me about um pregnancy she was like you know what that she, she was breaking it down we we're having a conversation she was breaking it down for me and she was like okay that um, usually people in the third uh, trimester have high blood pressure because they start to now start to worry and start to think i said man you know what you know you, you know how i handle worrying she was like how i was like I thank God I have God. So I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, because I just put it on God. Because the truth is, if I worry about anything, and I worry and I worry and I worry, I don't have the answer. If I worry up and down, left and right, it can't give me the answer. I'm just wasting my time. So I'd rather just say, God, this is my own care. And, the Bible, and God says, cast your cares and burden onto me, I'll carry it. He has told you in the Bible, bring it. If you have cares and burden, bring it to me. So why are you wasting your time thinking? You know, like you see, see the person who is in third, third trimester, a, a pregnant woman who is thinking, how is it going to happen? Am I going to do a normal delivery or cesarean? No matter how you think it, until you get to that hospital, you don't know what's going to happen. 
it's not better you take it god this you see this something take control of it from the start to the finish take control of it then you walk into the, all the trimesters and all the experiments walk through life with confidence with faith without worrying you know this is i love this scripture i cannot lie but let's keep reading verse 6 says and in the same way david speaks of the blessings of one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed and happy and favored are those whose lawless acts have been forgiven and whose sins have been covered up and completely buried. Blessed and happy and favored is the man whose sin the Lord will not take into account nor charge against him. So God is telling you that I don't care about what you've done. Come, just come to me. Like you see when before I start to get personal with God, when I sin, I'm like, ah, I've already sinned though. Let me just sin more so that when I go to church on Sunday, I can beg God for forgiveness for all my sins. So I'll keep on sinning. But that's, that's, the, that's, that's the way the devil tricks us. Why? Because it's no way you fall short that you come and say, Daddy, I fell short. Because he's your father. Daddy, I fell short. This is what I did. I shouldn't have done it, but I did it. I'm sorry. Help me not to do it. Give me the grace not to do. Holy Spirit, help me not to do it. Because the moment you, the Bible says, whoever breaks the edge, the serpents will bite. The devil was roaming up and down. They were going to. I'm looking for whom to destroy. That's what the devil was looking for. Whom to destroy. See, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You get to it. We're waiting for whoever will break the edge. So you that are saying, let me just see now and see more. Your, your edge has been broken. You don't want to be outside the edge of God's covering. So when you sin and when you fall short, go and say, Daddy, I'm sorry, I sinned. Please forgive me. Forgive me. Don't take your spirit from me. It wasn't intentional. I apologize. And how, how, how do you stop sinning? Getting close to God. Spending time with the word. Like, hey God, I'm list I listen to preachings almost every, over every day. I read my Bible every day. I, I have built up structures that will keep, because I'm human too. But I've built up structures that will keep me, you know, close to God. So that when, when you bring the thing to my ear, I probably just listen to it, listen to a preaching, like maybe like an hour back. I'm just like, nah, bro, I don't do that. Do you get me? That's the way to, because if not, our flesh is weak. And if your flesh is weak, go and tell God, this is, this is my weak area. Help me out of it. He will help you. He wants to help you. Verse 9, verse 9 says, verse 9 says, is this blessing only for the circumcised or also the uncircumcised? For we say faith was credited to Abraham as righteousness. How then was it credited to him? Was it after he had been circumcised or before? Not after, but while he was uncircumcised. He received the sign that, do you know what that means? That means that there's not like, whoever is willing to work with God, God wants to work with the person. It's not by, oh, I'm a pastor. It's a lie, you. If the congregation, if somebody in the church is, God has seen, this person just loves me. God will work with the person. If there's somebody who, I, I, I wish I had shown you in, I think it's verse, I think it's chapter 2 or chapter 1. Where Apostle Paul said, the person who doesn't know God, who doesn't hear about God till he dies, it's, it's your conscience that they will use to judge you. So if God sees somebody who is willing to walk with him and love him, he's willing to walk with the person. 11 says, he received the sign of circumcision as a seal or confirmation of righteousness which he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised 
this was so that he would be the spiritual father of all who believe without being circumcised so that righteousness would be credited to him and that he would be the spiritual father of those circumcised who are not only circumcised but who also walk in the steps of the faith of our father abraham let's stop at verse 13 and let me just break it down for you because we've moved from you believing in God and you understanding that there's no reason. Like, don't say, oh, because I'm this, because I'm not. All God just needs is a ready heart. If your heart is ready, hmm, he wants to work with you. He wants to help you. He wants to grow with you. He wants to, he, wa he, wants, he wants to take out the burden of sin from you. You see, every time you sin, that, that thing that pricks you in your heart, he wants to take out that burden of sin from you. He wants to show you how to live a sin-free life. And he has told you, if you come to me, all your sins will be forgiven. I will not count it against you at all. But you have to believe in him. You just have to believe in him. It's so easy to believe in him. Like, but you have to read the Bible to believe in him because you have to. It's like if you don't know me, if you don't know me, if I come and tell you, oh, I'm going to give you 100,000 naira. You don't know me. Do you know if I can afford you or not? You don't know. So why will you believe me? But if you know me, ah, no, she, this lady, she's even a giver. She's a philanthropist. She gives people. In fact, every day she gives like five people money. That's what you heard about me. That's what you read about me. If I come and tell you, I'll give you, you'll be like, yes, you will give me. Because you, you know me, you know, my, you know my ways, you know how I walk. The Bible is the only thing, I don't say thing, the only resource that will tell you about God. And if you know about God, then you can believe him even more. God has seen you and he's aware that you are suffering a lot of things because you don't even believe. Even when you're praying your prayer, you don't believe it. I used to have this thing. You can see it still slides here. Eh? ganglion cyst used to be big so big that if now i have to bend for you to see it before just like this you will see it when i'm in the bus everybody looking at my hand like hey that thing i used to feel shy about it you get me but i started to pray about it and i started to pray about it i started to pray about it i didn't even know when he left i didn't even know when he left i was going to do surgery i didn't even know when anything went god there's nothing that god cannot do but you have to believe in him and the way to believe in God is to read the Bible. Do me a favor today. Pick up your Bible and start reading from Genesis 1. Before you read, ask the Holy Spirit. See the way we, we, I prayed? Give me understanding of the Bible. Show me the truth in the Word of God. I want to learn. I want to know. Teach me. Reveal to me. If you pray this prayer, open your Bible and read. Just say, Holy Spirit, I want to know who God is. God's ways. When I was younger, they would say, ah, Old Testament, ah, don't go there, oh, fire, fire. God was just striking them. It's a lie. Old Testament is a story, is a, is a combination of the love of God. He didn't get tired. The Israelites were sinning up and down. They would forsake him today. They would say, I'm sorry tomorrow. He would take them back. That's the God. That's the God that is asking you to come to him. All you have to do is pick up your Bible, Genesis 1, and read about God. There's so much of suffering that you should not suffer because God has given you the blessings. But you will not know because you don't know who God is. Please pick up your Bible today and read. Your life will be different. So, so different. You'll see that things that you've been struggling with, you're not struggling, as in it's like, it's, it's happening easy for you. It will happen easy for you, I promise you, if you trust God. That's it, my darling. Let's pray. 
Thank you, my father, for your word today. I bless you. I worship you. We talked about you today. I introduced them to you. Give everyone who's praying today the heart, the willingness, and the hunger to read your word. Reveal yourself to them. Holy Spirit, go into their lives and teach them who God is. How do we know God as the loving and caring Father that he is? And our lives will be better in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for answering my prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Please don't forget, if you have any questions for me, send me an email, pennywise1 at gmail.com. I really want to hear from you. I really do want to hear from you. I love you. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye.